you are listening to The Real You, the best podcast on self-development. Hello, everybody. My name is Tafara Mofemba, and you are listening to The Real You. Welcome back to another episode of our podcast. It's honestly a pleasure just to always have uh, people that think that you have something uh, to say that is worth their time. Uh, It's amazing that uh, a few days ago I just posted a trailer that was not really an episode and I was using this trailer for a competition that we were entering with some of our content involving a lot of the good podcasts out there. And it's amazing how so many people listen to that. And I was just like, wow. So people are just always expectant that uh, we could be coming in with another episode. And I didn't even advertise it. So thank you so much, guys, for your support for this podcast. Uh, We have truly come from far and we are definitely going even further than where we are now. But it's honestly amazing just to have your support. We had unfiltered on the 29th of May last month, and it was really awesome. Thank you to everybody that came out. It was a really good showing, and it was nice just to see some of you in person and just to have an opportunity for you to interact with us and ask questions and so forth. As soon as the lockdown measures have eased, we're definitely having another session. Uh, And we'll have those more frequently so that we can all interact. So in the meantime, today we'll be getting into another topic. I would like to talk to you about the future today. The future is very interesting. In the sense that a lot of us view it as an event that is yet to come to pass. And the emphasis is always on that particular event, but we never spend enough time focusing on the event that comes before the actual event, the event that precedes the event. Because interestingly, that event that happens before the event that we then call the future is arguably the most crucial and the most important because without that event then we have nothing to look forward to we have no anticipation of uh, of anything happening in the future that we might be expecting so i'll try and make this as practical as possible and maybe share some of the things i see And hopefully this can bring about a desired change. There are times where I sit down with people and we're just talking and people just tell me about their future plans. Maybe one day they want to build a beautiful house. One day they want to drive a beautiful car. Maybe one day they want a really good uh, job or run a business. It would be very abnormal of you not to have any expectation of the future. For some people, it's a negative expectation. And for some, it's a positive expectation. 
it's a dream, it's an ambition, but we are all always constantly looking into the future. For some of us, it's that hope of a better future that gives us energy to wake up each and every morning because maybe looking at our present circumstance, it may not be the most desirable experience, but looking into the future, we see the potential of something even greater happening. So we're just going to try by all means to try and help each other to create uh, the most desirable future that we would like to see. So where can I start? <laughs> First of all, I guess I need to prove to you that the future doesn't actually happen in the future, but it happens today. And what you're experiencing today is as a result of what uh, you deposited into yourself uh, yesterday or the day before last year. Looking at First First uh, Samuel chapter sixteen, I'm not going to read it. You find that there is a very interesting setup in the sense that uh, there is a prophet named Samuel that had been sent by God to go and anoint a king, and Samuel goes to the house of uh, Jesse. Jesse who had sons and among his sons Samuel was looking for the one that God wanted to be anointed to be king and he went through all the sons and he couldn't find the king uh, the king or the one that the Lord desired to be king until the father sent for his son Samuel I'm just paraphrasing because I'm sure everybody knows the story but when the boy David is finally brought. You find that Samuel ends up anointing him to be king. Now, this is the part I want you to focus on. Samuel anoints David to be king. According to the anointing and according to the voice of God, David is now the king of Israel. <laughs> but you find that from that moment, David didn't go to the palace. David didn't suddenly receive a new beautiful robe and a beautiful horse and a beautiful ring, maybe a beautiful wife. He was not living in a castle, in a palace. He went back to tend his father's sheep. And he only got anointed to be king in 2 Samuel chapter number 5. 13 years after he had been anointed by Samuel to be king. So you find that he was confirmed as king today, but yet he only got into the kingdom tomorrow. So what was so significant about the action today? if he was only going to become king in the next chapter. This is something <laughs> that I want to try and explain to you. A lot of the times we see the future springing up and we see 
an actualization of uh, the future as an event, but we don't see the background, the work that takes place prior to us seeing the event manifest. You see, one of the things that we've been told growing up is that you can prepare for the future tomorrow. It's okay. You can prepare for the future tomorrow. The future is coming. But I'm going to try and use a very practical example to you that will help explain what happened in this David situation. You see, when you desire a mango tree and you want to eat mangoes from that tree, what you don't go and do is to go and uproot a mango tree and then put one in your own field. Because there are high chances that when you uproot that tree, you could damage the roots. And by the time you bring that tree to your house and you're planting it, that tree could die. It's a very sensitive process when transporting or when moving an establishment to another place. There are certain things that are just not built for that kind of transportation, like a house. There's no way you can take a house and uh, take it to another location. It will break down in the process. There are certain things that we desire in our lives. And I've just given you examples of what some of those things are. But we have to realize that those things are establishments that are standing. And those things don't just happen in a moment and in an instant. There is a danger when you try and make certain things events without considering the process or the right process that makes those things stand, that makes those things become establishments. You see, the better method is for you to take that seed from a mango tree and plant a tree, uh, and plant that seed, sorry. You plant that seed, you cover it up in soil, and you begin to water that seed. And it's a process that requires more patience, but you're more assured of something more established coming up. You're more assured of the kind of fruit that is going to come up. So what you don't realize is that a mango tree doesn't become a mango tree when you can see it as a mango tree. A mango tree becomes a mango tree when the roots begin to form. It is still the mango tree, but it is not yet the kind of tree that you would desire. It's a tree, but the tree is in a form and in a state that you are unable to appreciate in that moment. So here in this moment, you find that David has been anointed to be king and he was king from that moment. Though you see Saul on the throne, but David was the king, but David was the king in an undesirable state. He was the king in a state that most people would have still called him a shepherd. Proverbs 25 verse 2 says, For the glory of God is to conceal a thing. Now this is the real you and we want to make the wisdom of God viral. This is wisdom right here. 
Just because that thing that you desire is not in the state that you can appreciate doesn't make it any less of what it has already been ordained to be. And for some of us, this is why we will most likely not achieve the things that we want to achieve. Because when trying to achieve our goals, when trying to achieve uh, the goals that we've set, we are looking to achieve those goals by methods that are desirable to us. For some of us, we've got a business and we would want an investor to come and invest into this business. And we love the idea of somebody with everything already established coming to pour into what we already have. But I told you there's something that is very interesting that happens whenever you're trying to transport one thing from one location to another location. In this case, you're trying to transport somebody's finances into your business. And that is a very sensitive moment that a lot of us do not understand. We don't understand how that works. So sometimes you can even find that you were given the vision of the business by God, but when you invite the investor, the investor says, oh no, I don't really appreciate, uh, sorry, that's my laptop. The investor doesn't really appreciate uh, how that business works, how that business functions, and uh, he does not appreciate the vision that God has given to you. And you find that that vision can end up being turned and being twisted into something else. And the mango tree begins to produce apples. <laughs> Though uh, within this context, it doesn't really happen like that. But what I'm just trying to show you is that what you do today has got such a large impact on what you do tomorrow. And open your eyes and don't despise what God has given to you. The future is not just going to happen automatically. It requires your effort and it requires your participation today, not tomorrow. Not tomorrow. It's easy for us to admire and to aspire to be like certain people uh, or to be used by God in certain ways that other people have been used by God. But it takes us taking our own uh, steps of action to see how it goes. Start looking at everything that you have around you as a seed, as something that you can use to take you to the next place. I'll give you an example. When I started this podcast, I started recording it on a phone and it was not the greatest device to use, especially also because I, uh, I was using an Android phone. Uh, it was not the best uh, tool to be using at the time. It didn't capture the sound in the way that I wanted it to. And also because where I was, there was a lot of noise. But I still just decided to start the podcast because God had spoken to me about it. And I just took that step of faith. Um... Not many people listening to podcasts when we started, so that was another factor. I would record the podcast in the car, and hey, we started where we started, having five people listen and stuff, but hey, I looked at those people as a seed as well for more people that would listen afterwards. That phone was a seed. 
some time later, maybe I, I fail to recall, but maybe give or take, let's call it six months to a year. I don't quite remember. Uh, something brilliant happened and I got equipment for literally quarter the price that most people get it. But that wouldn't have happened if I had not planted a seed and if I had not seen my phone as a seed. Now that I've got this equipment, I also look at this equipment as a seed. How can I get more equipment with the equipment that I already have? Which is why you find that I'm entering competitions and stuff. And I'm very open about it. Um, I'm not going to try and act like I have made it and all when uh, I have not. I have made it, but I'm not yet in the state that I want to be. Let me put it like that. Every single one of us, we are exactly what God has said we are, but we are not yet in the state that God wants us to be in. So when we find pressures, when we find demand coming to us, this is a demand for us to upgrade ourselves into becoming the real us. That's that's what we mean when we say the real you. You're already the real you. You're already you. But there is, um, there is a form that you're supposed to take up that God wants you to take up. Um, I'm going to try and just talk for three more minutes and close this episode. But... Look at everything around you as a seed. Look at everything around you as the tool that God has given you to get to the next place. What is it around you that you're taking for granted that could help you in the future that you so desire tomorrow? You want a beautiful car to drive in the future. But what mode of transport has God given to you in order for you to get into the desirable mode of transport? Maybe God has given you your two feet. Walk to work. Walk to church. Use what God has given to you and use that as a seed. You're not trying to become <laughs> you. You're just trying to become. Okay. Let me put it like this. You're already who you want to be. Stop trying to be anything else. Stop trying to be somebody else. The people that you're admiring, these are just people that have managed to better themselves in who they already were. You already have a sense of identity. You don't have an identity crisis. You're just failing to appreciate the state that God has made you in. Jesus Christ himself was called a seed. He was called a seed. And look at him now. Look at him now. The state that he is in where the whole world can receive him. But when he was in the world, we couldn't all receive his life in that state. His life had to be planted. He had to be buried. He had to die. He had to be covered for three days. And then he had to come up and he had to be raised in a better state. In a state that we as believers could then say we can receive the life of Christ. That is the principle of the kingdom of God. That is how things work. You are not going to get that finished product. Why is it that a lot of people that win the lotto, I think there's like 80% of people that win the lotto end up losing their money, like losing that money. They are trying to transport uh, an established house, a built house to another location. And in that process, it breaks down. There are certain belief systems that you have to have 
there are certain things that you have to learn along the journey. David, in as much as he was anointed to be king, he did not become the king that he was supposed to become instantly. There are processes that he had to go through, lessons that he had to learn, uh, maturity that had to come before he could become the king that he was supposed to be. So I just want to tell you that your future does not happen tomorrow. Your future happens today. And don't despise what you have around you. I keep saying this and I want to emphasize this. And I'm going to make this very short so that you have got things that you can take away from this episode instantly. And we can pick it up from here. Uh, Hopefully next week we can pick it up from where we've left off. But this is one of those things that we started touching on with Rodney. Things that we're often told uh, and we grow up believing but are not actually true. We're told you can prepare for the future tomorrow. No, you prepare for the future today. If you don't want to be disappointed in 10 years to come, if you don't want to incur unnecessary stress uh, five years from now, then look at what you have around you as seed. There are certain opportunities that you have to wait for, yes. But then there are certain opportunities that you have to create by using the means that you have got around you. But in as much as you're waiting, what you're waiting for, you're not necessarily going to get the full establishment. But you're even when you're waiting, you're still going to get a seed. <laughs> you're going to get a seed. And you're going to have to plant that seed and then wait. So thank you so much, guys, for listening to this episode. And I will see you next time.